0: You're listening to The Songwriter's Diary. On this episode, I'll be speaking to Fungai, also known as the coolest rapper ever. Fungai is a Zimbabwean-born artist who is making waves in Melbourne, Australia, where he's currently based. Fungai has been making waves in the city's underground hip-hop scene and is known for his versatility and clinical flow. Welcome to the podcast, Fungai.
1: Glad to be here, and I'm so honored to be your very first guest ever, so... It's it's an amazing honor and I feel blessed to be here.
0: Pleasure having you on the podcast. I guess my first question for you is your name, The Coolest Rapper Ever. Where did that come from? How did you how did you pick that as your artist name?
1: Like, I mean my my actual artist name is just Fungai, but like The Coolest Rapper Ever became like it was my Instagram name and it was easier for people to remember coolest rapper ever than it is to remember how to spell from guy, I think. And um, it started at church, whereby like I performed at church once. And this little kid came up to me. He's like, man, you're like the coolest rapper ever. And I was like, coolest rapper ever. So I was like, All right, I'm just going to run with it. And for some weird reason, like the name was open on Instagram. So I was like, I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it. So, and then it just became a thing, like, you know, a nickname, everybody just calls me the coolest or whatever. And it just, it just kind of stuck.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. How's your lockdown going and where are you at the moment?
1: Um, So like logistically or just like where mm-hmm. am I? I'm like, okay, oh, so both I'm in, actually. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia right now. Um, My lockdown is like, it's it goes in waves. Like some days, it, like I hate it here, and then some days it's like I like it. Some days it's like I'm indifferent. You know, when you just kind of like it is what it is. So like for me, I've been on lockdown and at home since last year March, Dang. when the word of COVID like just came about. So I went on lockdown March the 10th. Two thousand and twenty, and I've been home virtually ever since.
0: I'm in New Zealand. We we have been really lucky.
1: Yeah, you guys have barely had lockdown, man. Like you guys have no idea. I think Melbourne, on like if we're talking the Tasman, Melbourne's been the worst one. Like Melbourne lockdowns are just are just crazy, but it is what it is.
0: I can't imagine what it's like because we're in lockdown at the moment since last week. Mm-hmm. But our lockdowns are not as long as yours.
1: Yeah. I so think we're in number head. six now. And oh, gosh. it's been maybe, like, two months now. Mm. It's been going on like this, so.
0: Yeah. How, how are you not going crazy?
1: <laughs> no, I am. Like, I really okay. am. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, like, my biggest thing is, like, I'm working from home. Because, yes, artists do have day jobs. And, um, I just quit mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did too. And how Uh, was that for you? Like,
0: well, tomorrow is my last day. I am freaking out, but I'm also excited.
1: I wish, I wish I could. I want to be as brave as you someday.
0: Oh, like some days I think, am I crazy?
1: Nah, do you know what? I feel like you're, it's not crazy, but it's rather like you believe in yourself that much. You're not crazy, you're certain. That's what it is. You're certain in, in what it is that you do and who you are, that it's easy for you to make your decision.
0: For a lot of independent artists as well, your job is what funds your music.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I needed to keep it. But it's like the the underrated feeling of going home after a hard day. That's mm. what a lot of people, like, I took for granted because it's like, this room I'm in now, this is my office. And this is the room where I sleep. This is where I record or I used to record. So like the day never ends. You know what I mean? Like I literally come in here. I mean, I wake up from my bed, which is (laughs) over there and, you know, I get dressed, eat, whatever, shower. And then I sit down and work for like seven hours. And then after that, i change laptops and grab my music laptop and I'll work from whatever time I finish till the end and then I go to sleep. So I literally never leave this room and like it kind of became like a prison. Like I hated these four walls so much because like, you know, like that when you finish work, you got all that stress and you come home and you just like forget about everything. But then like when you're working from home, that that work stress never really leaves as well as like, I found myself like overworking myself because I wake up early and I don't start work for another hour. But I'm like, man, I'm already up. Like I'm not doing anything else. Let me log on. Let me do this. Let me do that. Or I finish work and I'm like, mm, let me just tidy this up and you know yeah. fix this and do that. So now I'm putting in extra hours and it just after a while, like it just it started to to take a toll on me. But then, you know, I'm like, now <laughs> I work in different rooms every day. So, like, I'll go s- sit in the kitchen today and I'll sit in the next room tomorrow. And I record in different rooms as well just to switch up the surroundings because, like, you literally go crazy. Like, I won't even lie yeah, to you.
0: You'll need to do that. Um, What I've been doing lately is just going for walks before work, mm. just being around fresh air. You know, although you you can't really be hanging out with people or walking beside them, like just yeah. seeing other people walking around across the road, it's it's nice. It sort of takes your mind off things and sort of lets you know that okay, we're all kind of going through this together, yeah, exactly. and it's hard. We're all going crazy, but doing little things like like what you're doing, you know, working in another room, recording in a different room, it does help. Yeah, because before this, you'd go to work; it'd be stressful, but you'd leave the stress at work, and you would come back home.
1: Exactly. But
0: now it's like you're stressed out in your like comfort zone.
1: Exactly, exactly. And like I live with people, so like, you know, like I mean, the the time apart, like you don't realize how annoying someone is (laughs) until you spend like (laughs) twenty four seven with them. Yeah, yeah, you spend a whole year with them. You're like, man. Is this guy this annoying? Like you know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like
0: yeah,
1: you rub each other the wrong way. You stress from work, and it's like yeah, it's mm. it's really taking a toll on on people a lot, and even like artistically for me as well, like because I'm like a seasonal writer. You know what I mean? So like I write based of what I'm feeling and what's going on around me, and you know what I mean. So like
0: yeah,
1: if I'm in a relationship, you know what I mean? You best know some fire love songs are coming out and you know what I mean? And then like now, like lockdown happened and I just, I hit the booth like crazy. I was writing and writing, but then like, I I got to a point where I ran out of inspiration because I have nothing new to write about because it's just, I'm seeing the same thing over and over again. And then like you start to find like, you go like two or three songs that sound They sound different, but, like, they're the same thing. You're like, hang on. I need to, you know, so, yeah.
0: Who are you in lockdown with at the moment?
1: I mean, I'm with my family. I mean, we rub each other the wrong way, but ultimately you got to, like, forgive each other. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And move on. It's helped us come together. We're even closer. Like, I was actually meant to move out last year, and then COVID happened, and I'm like, you know what, let me just chill for a bit, and then... I've been chilling for two years now. But, <laughs> it, like, I think about it, I'm like, man, I couldn't have done this by myself. No way. Like, mm. so I'm, I'm happy that I chilled and I stayed. And, you know, like, being around your family, that's the most important thing. Like, I feel for yeah. all these people that are alone and have no one to, you know, to be in the same space with like that.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, last year, when we first went into lockdown, I was flooding. And I was flatting with my friends, but it was still really hard. It was, I felt really isolated and alone. Because mm. I know when you're flatting, you're just in your room. Yeah. You know, you have freedom to walk around the whole house, but your comfort zone is your room.
1: Yep. And
0: that was where I was working. So the first lockdown, I slept through it. <laughs> I didn't write anything. Like, yeah. I think I recorded some stuff with you. Yeah yeah last year
1: no it was that was right before the pandemic right before the pandemic yeah it was right before the pandemic and that's i remember that track too because i was actually thinking about it the other day but then it was like my mind space was just like different i was like yo let me just chill and now that i think about, i'm like i'm so glad like we actually got to do it before (laughs) everything just kind of went sideways
0: yeah, I, I do think about that song. It's, it's such a nice song. But I think I'm learning now, I'm, I'm learning more that sometimes you don't need to rush songs. Mm. Sometimes mm. you just need to leave them alone. Yeah. And that could mean, you know, leaving them alone for a year or five years.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you've seen that though. Like if every now and again, when I'm feeling dry, like I go back to my project files and I yeah. just listen back. And sometimes you're like, yo, this, this concept is good. If I link this with that and you know what I mean, put it together and it, it works out. It I think that comes with like maturity though. This is how you know people are growing. Like when you start to see like, okay, nah, this feature can wait or the song I wanna put out, if I don't put it out now, I can put it out later, it'll mean something completely different.
0: Yeah, and also you learn a lot from listening back.
1: Yeah, facts. Because
0: as you evolve you just Yeah, I find that I, I, like, I was working on a song with one of my friends, Keishan, last Mm -hmm. year. We started working on it, I think it was in February. Yeah. And from February until about October, Mm. I would message him almost every couple of weeks, like, hey, like, I'm just not doing so well right now. Like, I can't record right now. Like, I can't write right now. Can we please reschedule? And he was very chill about it. He was like, do what you need to do. When he played it back to me two weeks ago, I was taken back to what was happening at the time. Like it's an amazing song, but it took me back to like a really dark time in my life, <laughs> to be honest. It felt like a milestone. I don't wanna be dramatic, but I, I really felt like <laughs> my life was over last year.
1: Do you know what though? Like I have I have a few songs like that. Like there's this one song I wrote this is years ago now maybe 2016 like I actually can't listen to it fully because I like I'm not an emotional guy yeah but like when I start playing that song like I get goosebumps and I get like borderline tears in my eyes because like when I think about that season that I wrote it in and what the song means to me it's like it just takes me back to just you know a different time and like not in a bad way, but it was just basically like, you know, I told myself when I wrote that song, I was like, "You yeah, man, after this, I want this music thing to take off in a different way. And I want, I want to see myself living my dream. You know what I mean? Mm. And then now when I look back at it, I'm like, dang, like all the things that I said I wanted to do, like I'm low-key doing them. And like... That gets me so emotional, man. I won't even lie to you. Like a whole lot of things could happen, and I would be like straight faced. I won't even flinch. But like certain songs, just ah. Like, even like um, you know, the my last album I dropped, Adventures of Him and Her."
0: My favorite, by the way.
1: That that whole piece is is a lot to just <laughs> you know what I mean to just deal with. So it's like yeah, it gets me every time.
0: My favorite is, um, I don't know if it's on the Adventures of Him and Her. I think it might be on the coolest. It's Senses.
1: Senses, yeah, Adventures of Him and Her.
0: Okay, Senses and also Be With You.
1: See, Be With You, that be one. Be With
0: You. Oh, my heart.
1: <laughs> my chest. <twist. laughs> my chest. Be With You is actually, it was, yeah, it's like maybe six or seven years old. Like
0: Yeah.
1: I wrote it like i just gotten out of a breakup and like i could
0: tell i was like dang
1: i was i was upset i'm I, i'm upset that i actually didn't record it at the time because like i feel like that this raw emotion would have just hit different but then i wrote it and i just left it and like it was the breakup was like i broke up with her but it was because of everything the song explains like You know what I mean? Like, all I wanted was just to be with somebody. And it just, they made it difficult for me to be with them. And for the sake of my own mental health and my own sanity, I decided that I couldn't do it anymore. You know what I mean? I couldn't just be putting myself through that. You know, sometimes like you love somebody and like you literally subject yourself to the worst things because (laughs) you love somebody air quotes, you know what I mean? They'll Mm -hmm. do you so dirty, but because you just love them so much, you will just sit there and you just endure all of it Mm -hmm. in the name of love in the hopes that it will get better. And like, that's why I wrote that. I was just like, and then, you know, when I was writing the project now and I'm like, it's missing something. And then I did that. I went through all my notes and went through pages, and I was just like, "This, this is what this project needs." And I recorded that and put it through.
0: My heart. When <sighs> I heard that, correct me if I'm wrong. You sent my partner and I the the EP before it was out. Yeah, actually,
1: yeah. no, because I actually told him I was like, "I want you to sit down and listen to it with her," and then you guys let me know. And I sent it. It was about a month before it came out.
0: Yeah, we were like sat down in his room and listened to it, and we just looked at each other like. Dang. <laughs> Dang. I was like I feel hurt.
1: <laughs> that one showed a lot of growth from me as an artist cuz I'm mainly known for like the hype tracks. Either it's like really hype or like really lyrical, you know what I mean? That's kind of been me for a long time and then I was like, you know what? I want to make something that's really a solid body of work that really shows that like me as a person. And that that uh, concept of like him and her, like it just it made so much sense.
0: Everyone can relate to that. Well, most people have been in relationships, and fifty percent of the time, relationships hurt. Yep. And so
1: I like to we think it's more it. like I feel like it's like ninety, to be honest.
0: 90? Ninety.
1: Ninety, <laughs> and then there's just that that ten percent that just that changes you. Like I mean, every relationship is good. And you learn something from it ultimately. But there's that like that 10% that just makes the whole concept of being in a relationship worth it. Because those other ones, you're like, man, if we could just take this part of my life and just throw it away, (laughs) I would. (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's why I think a lot of people actually liked it. Because it was something that regardless of who you are, how old you are, like you know religious beliefs whatever like you Mm. could sit there and like really resonate with it and it's my most successful project to date so
0: when i listen to eps i imagine what the visuals will look like and that particular ep it's very visual like you can see you you have all these pictures in your head
1: i'm upset because i was actually meant to make a mini movie
0: Oh, I could tell. But then
1: COVID happened and then it just didn't happen. And I'm like, we had a moment when they like opened things up. But then I was like, man, like, I felt like it would be too outdated now to bring it out. It was like maybe a year later. Yeah, it was a year later. And I was like, should I bring it out? But I'm like, nah, it's probably too old.
0: Please do it.
1: Maybe, maybe I'll make it like a, yeah, because it was meant to be like a mini movie. Because if you listen to it from start to finish. Like, the songs, they they mesh. It tells a story um, from, like, the start of a relationship to what possibly is the end.
0: Listening to it, I could hear that it was going to be a visual story as well.
1: But, yeah, COVID did yeah. us dirty. But, hey, do you know what? It's
0: not too late. It's not I'm a, too late. I'm going to
1: take it on. I'm going to take it on and yeah. then see how we can. Yeah. I actually wanted it to, like, a maybe like a seven, eight-minute, long you know just to really just paint the picture and put it out there but we'll see we'll see
0: I find it really hard to write about heartbreak (laughs) I find it so hard I can Uh, do it years after but not in the moment
1: no see it's like for me I always try to when I do it I try to balance it so For example, I did, like, Be With You and Forever, and then that put me, like, in a really low point, like a slump. And then I made Miss Me, which was me talking about heartbreak, but I did it in a fun way. So I get to laugh about it, and it kind of made me happy. But I feel like, regardless, it's inevitable, I guess. Mm. But then it all depends on how we, you deal with it. Like, I know you, you're like a really reflective person. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You want
1: to, you, you deal with things like right straight away. If something happens, you like deal with it. So if you need to take a break, you'll take a break, reflect, you go through all your healing, everything. And you, you know what I mean? And
0: then I come back. Whereas in me, it.
1: like, I'm like, ah, I'm feeling upset. So I'm just, I just work like when I'm down or I'm feeling low, I work even harder and it's crazy because like that's when my best ideas come. Like I'll be feeling so down and sad. Like someone could hurt me today and trust like I'm going to be with my pen and paper just writing. That's how I get over it. So like I have to just get in the booth. And it's funny because like a lot of my projects move and the coolest as well. It was in an awkward little something phase. and then um adventures of him and her as well like i was meant to be working on an album and then yeah i just went through a situation um and then i was like that and wait and i was like i'm gonna make this this love story because that's how i felt at the time
0: that's so cool i'm the total opposite <laughs> i will want to deal with something by myself first yeah and then once i'm over it I can write about it once I'm over it I will write essays and essays and pages and pages when I'm in it I can't which is very frustrating (laughs) (laughs) it's very frustrating
1: but then at least like I guess you won't have the struggle like a lot of times things would happen and I'll just make a song straight away and then you get people like messaging you like yo Is this about me? You know what I mean.
0: (laughs) That's my. I think that's my other fear.
1: (laughs) So I guess you don't have to deal with that. If I feel something, like don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna be like jumping on the internet and having rants and stuff like that. But if it definitely feel like something, whatever I had planned, I'm put that on pause, and I just whatever I feel in that moment is what I'm gonna write about. And if it's good enough to release, then I put it out straight away, because I feel like whenever i do that like it's me taking those emotions and then just putting it out it's like a message in a bottle for me like i put it down i record it and then once it's done like it's gone like
0: no it's it's good because as a listener it's nice listening to yeah. such raw music especially when you're mm. going through the same thing it makes you feel like you're not alone <laughs> like you're not crazy like it validates no, all your feelings no that was the biggest know?
1: thing i heard like especially with miss me people are like yo this song here like because i literally i sat down and i was just thinking i'm like do you know what it was i was on instagram and i realized like i hadn't unfollowed somebody then i was like you know what this person took me for granted man and i was like you know what but it's cool i bet you they're gonna miss me when i'm gone and then i got that riff like you gonna miss me when i'm gone, 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 gone. and i just started writing writing and that song legit took me like 30 minutes to write And it was just how I was feeling in that moment. And then I just put out the...
0: So what's your writing process like? Do you write and produce as well? Or do you work with someone that produces for you? Nah, I I
1: used to try to do everything together, but I can't, like I realized. I just want to devote my time to being like the best lyricist and best rapper that I can be. And I let somebody who's devoting their time being the best producer handle my production and somebody who's devoting their time being the best videographer handle my videos and I you know what I mean like obviously I'm involved in every part of it but for the most part I let people I you know I surround myself with people that are good at what they do and then they help me out you know what I mean so like in in the event let's say I need something straight away I can be like yo bro da you know what I mean like there was a song I did was it last year yeah, last year. Uh, I actually hit Nuff out. I'm like, dude, I just wrote this. Da, da, da. He's like, I got you. And then you did his thing, sent it back straight away. I'm an impulsive writer. So, like, some people have, like, writing days. I can't do that. If I do, like, it just sounds bad. Because <laughs> it's like I'm trying to force the music. So I just literally, like, when it hits me, it hits me. And it's like I have to write it down in that moment. Or I have to record it in that moment because if I don't like the song will escape me so like thank god for technology because like I'll feel something and I'll just voice note it and then I'll voice note it that way I get like the tune a melody that I want whatever whatever and then I write the lyrics down that way when I finally get a chance to record it I know exactly how it's supposed to sound and then I just imitate that so for me it's it's just impulsive like all my best songs are impulsive so, like, I don't know, Juice. I was sitting there, who got the juice, I got the juice, boom, turn into a song. Like, my other song, Coolio, my brother was like, man, your hair looks like Coolio when my dreads were, like, in that awkward phase. So I was like, boom, right about it there and there. And then it just, that's how it works.
0: When I hear your music, it sounds very effortless. Like, it doesn't sound calculated.
1: Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah it's really like that it's really really like that whereby it's like spontaneous like probably the the my verses are the ones you know being like a rapper and like you know i I pride myself on lyricism for the most part um that's what i take my time on but my choruses and stuff and even then but it's still just like won't take me more than like an hour or two hours to write a song like that's how i know it's going to be a hit if i take more than like Three, four hours, then it's probably not a hit. But if it's like I sit there and it's just and just flows out, then you know people are going to like it.
0: Lately, that's been happening to me. Like I'll sit down with a pen and mm-hmm. paper and I won't write anything. And then I'll go on my laptop, grab my mic, and I'll come up with something. Yeah. Like I'll just freestyle something. Sometimes I'll listen to one of my songs and I'll be like, did I write mm-hmm. that? Like, I don't remember actually consciously writing mm-hmm. those lyrics.
1: It just, like it yeah, just sort of just I, happened. I could, that, that is me a thousand. Like, it just, and like, I don't even listen to my songs for the most part. Like, I, once it's out, because like, you know how it is. You spend like months listening to your song. So you get, you're like sick of it. So once it's out, it's out. You don't even listen to it. And like, the rare time, like maybe I've got a show or something like that, and I just want to, re remember us and I listen to it and I I have those moments all the time. Like, I wrote that, like
0: How do you know when to let a song go? How do you know when mm, the song's finished?
1: See, I, I I'm I'm blessed to have a whole lot of friends that don't make music and if they listen to one of my hip hop songs and they're like, yo, this is fire then I know it's good, you know what I mean? And that's how I judge. So like before our song's like, when it's to that point where I'm like, okay, it's almost ready, I send it to a few of my friends and they'll tell me, like, yo, maybe change this or change that. Like, um, I got my best friend. She will legit tell me, like, this is whack, bro. This is not you. Literally, she'll like, do, do it again. It again. <laughs> and I'll be, I would have been there, like, yo, this is, this is heavy. She's like, nah, bro, I feel like you can come harder than this.
0: At what point or at what stage in your life did you know that you you you're going to make music? Like when was the moment? Yeah, there was was. like,
1: I mean, you know me, I've been doing this forever. Like forever for me, it was the first time I ever got on stage. I was like, this is this is it. Although, like, obviously, you have moments when you feel like, nah, I'm done. But the first ever moment for me was when I got on stage. This was. 2005, um, I was nine years old.
0: Were you in Young Sensation?
1: Obviously. Come on. <laughs> come on. This was the original Young Sensation. The, the OGs, which there was like eight, oh eight or gosh. nine of us. Um, yeah. What? See, this is where it started off. There was about eight or nine of us, right? Um, this was before I met your partner.
0: Tell us about Young Okay, so
1: the, young uh, there's the original one, which started at church, right? There was about eight or nine of us.
0: And it, this was when you yeah, lived in, when I lived in Auckland. In so this was when Zealand. I was a
1: kid, so it had like my brother, um me, it had do you know Maxwell? you probably Maybe by yeah, face. a lot of, a lot of these people, you know them by face, and like Bruno and stuff, yes, they were yes. all Fernando, they were all in the crew, and then um so what happened was uh Tabani, I don't know if you know him
0: Oh, uh the Zambian tabani. Yes. Yes.
1: So he used to rap back in the day. His name was Macidosis and, um, he, 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 he went to church with us and like, so we used to sneak out of church and like battle rap outside. And then he came late one day and then he saw us battle rapping outside. Then he's like, yo, you guys are actually good. Like we should make this a thing. Like, you know, so you guys are being constructive. So then he got Angelica, Bruno's sister to, to, he wrote her this hook. Right. And then, so she sang it, and then we all had like really tiny verses, right? Because there's nine of us. And then, boom, I get on stage and then I forgot my verse. Like, I was just, people were screaming, like, I froze. Like, I forgot my verse.
0: Where were you? Was, yeah, so the uh, performance. I'm church? jumping
1: the story. Look, I was so excited because you know these people. This is the first time I told the story, <laughs> and people know who I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so there's like a Youth Sunday coming up, and then he's like, yo, let's get the song ready for this Youth Sunday. And then we're like, cool, 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 cool. So, boom, church service comes up. And then we get on stage and everyone's going, going, going. And I do my thing. And like hearing the crowd screaming, like I still see this moment till today. And like one of the aunties from church gave me like 50 bucks on my shirt because it's just, do you know what I mean? It was like an amazing moment. Like when I was on the stage, I'm like, man, like this is what I want to do. Like this is what I want to do forever. And it just, it was a beautiful moment. And then, you know, through that process, like, a lot of guys stopped. And then uh, my brother started going to school with Pretty P and Webster, who is Winston Anthony, who is your partner's cousin. Yes, I just
0: <laughs> found that out, I think,
1: <laughs> and last then, week. <laughs> yeah, so they started, you know what I mean? And they started going to school together. And then they're like, yo, we should rap. And then we're like, yo, let's do it. So uh, back, the first crew was called Young Soldiers. And then it changed to Young Sensations. And then that was the four of us for a long time. From there, for, uh Winston went solo. So it turned into three. And then from three, it turned into two. where It was just me and my older brother. And then from that, we just became our own individual artists. And then now, now we're here.
0: Wow. So yeah. That's it's awesome. It's been a journey.
1: I won't even lie to you. It's really been, but I always tell myself this, like, I guess I'm realizing this with with age is that um like my dream was to be a rapper. I think about it like I'm like man I'm I've actually lived my dream. Like everything I said I wanted to do I've done it. Like it's not to the magnitude I haven't sold out a stadium yet but you know I've filled a couple venues. I've signed a couple autographs. I've made amazing music. I've made my own merch. I've done everything, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm now to the point where I'm like, you know, if this is to end, if I get to a point where I'm like, I'm done, like, I wouldn't even be mad because I did everything that I wanted to do.
0: I remember in Auckland um what was that event
1: Afrifest Miss Africa there's, Miss Africa Those Miss Africa and Afrifest <laughs> those were like the the events the events yeah cuz there was like an unsung it wasn't a beef right but it was like there was us young sensations we were ripping Auckland you had the jerk mm-hmm. freaks from Hamilton yeah
0: and then there was oh
1: capital boys who came from Wellington so like everyone would come you'd have to rip your city and it was like, I feel like that's when I had the most fun making music back then because it was just like the homies get together and we just make these songs and then, you know what I mean? Like, you you go out and you literally compete. Like, if we go to Hamilton, we knew, like, jerk freaks were going to bring their A game. They're going to have all their fans out. So we make sure we get all our fans down to Hamilton somehow. And it, it was, it was, it was great. It was, it was great. I, I miss those days. I don't even lie to you.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you can feel like you haven't done a lot or you yeah. haven't been doing mm. this for a long time, but we mm. really have.
1: We, that's the thing. And like, if you. Think about it, like how many people were doing it at the same time as you and how many have stopped. Mm. That's when you realize, like, yo, I've I really been doing this for a while now. You know what I mean? Or, like, the other time I had some, some OGs, like, they're from New Zealand. They came to Melbourne one time and they saw me on stage. And this guy came up to me, bro. He's like, man, I'm really fighting back tears right now because I saw you when you were a little kid. Like, I've seen you grow up. You know what I mean? And now you're this, you're this guy. I would not even like, like one of my biggest wishes. I'm like, man, if I want to get to a point where like I'm big enough that like, you know, that like Tabani one day is listening to the radio and and he can hear me, cause like he's legit responsible for all of this. Like he's the one that set like all of this in motion. You know what I mean? And like, whenever I write songs, like I'll shout him out because legit, if it wasn't for him. Like, none of this will be possible, you know what I mean?
0: Mm. Have you told him that?
1: I want to, but a part of me is like, nah, like, I'm not there yet. But, like, you know, like, it's – I mean, a lot of people might not see it as like a, as a big deal. But, like, that one that one moment, like, literally has shaped my life forever, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get and, that.
1: And, like, I'm grateful for that because I think about if I wasn't making music, like, what would I have been doing? Maybe I would have been – out in the streets and doing things that everybody else was doing. But it's crazy because through this thing, I've made so many great friendships and met so many great people. And you know what I mean? I've done all these amazing things. Like I'm literally living my dream. You know what I mean? That like what you said, like until you really think about it, you don't realize how much work you put in and how far you've come. And like, you know this, if you're on Bebo, like everybody that was on Bebo, (laughs) We worked hard to like build followings and then be washing <laughs> really down. Did. And then you had to start again from zero, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, it's important to thank those who impacted your life. For me, when I was in high school, right before um deciding what I wanted to study, so I studied commercial music. It was well, very hard You got to,
1: black parents that let you study music.
0: They did not let me study it. Like they didn't <laughs> want me to study it. <laughs> <laughs> because, Teach me
1: your ways for real.
0: You know, because obviously, you know, they brought us here for a better life and, like, you know, they, they cared so much about, you know, what I'm going to be doing with my life, like after uni. And music was, they knew I loved music, but they also told me that, hey, like, you're not going to, it's hard to be a musician. Yeah. So I told my dad I want to study music. He was like, nope. <laughs> and my music teacher, he had to write me a letter. He wrote me a letter. He convinced my dad to let me go to Wintec, which was in Hamilton, Yeah. for my interview. They helped me record audition tape for uni. And then he had a meeting with my dad telling him, like, you have to let her do this. So I owe him everything.
1: So he's your one person, right? He's my one like... person <laughs> that I'm
0: like. I could not have done this without yeah, you. Yeah. And then like these people, like you know, you guys, Young Sensation. These people, like um, I don't know if you know TK um, Paraza. Yes, these yeah. people like you know Jane. Yeah, your brother. These all these. You know people.
1: what? It's like that little community that we had, like was such a beautiful thing man like like the other time I saw you did a song with um Big Nash is called now
0: Mm, but like
1: you know what I mean like that's my guy man like I remember him being like yo man let's it's it's unfortunate because we never got a song done together you know what I mean but that's somebody like I grew up with you know what I mean and we talked about this music thing yeah and you know what I mean? Like seeing two people that I grew up like looking at like yo, you know what I mean? Doing mm. a song together like that, like everything is full circle.
0: Yeah. It it's
1: like, you know, um the shotters, like Max Shotter and them, they were like big back in the day.
0: Mm. And
1: like his brother ended up marrying my cousin. Whoa. So we're like we're you know what I mean? Now. And then Yeah, and we're like seeing them I'm like, yo, da, da da and like now we work together all the time. And it's, like, just through that little community we had back in Auckland, it was crazy.
0: I'll speak for myself. Like, you guys and, like, you know, the Janes, TKs, like, you inspired me. Because for me, I thought, for a long time, I thought I was the only one that felt like being in the creative world. Mm. And then seeing you guys doing it as well, it was like, oh, my gosh, these guys are doing it. I can do it too. (laughs) You know, some of us, although it seems like we're not making music anymore, Mm. we still are. And mm. I'm just excited to see what everyone's going to be up to in the next couple of years.
1: See, that was my thing with you. Like, you went quiet for a minute, then boom, time and space. I was like,
0: what? Look, I went through a breakup. Ugh. So I was just taking time and space to, <laughs> <laughs> to really just work through everything. But Actually,
1: it's one of like, my favorite songs, eh? because. Like, mm. I listen to like ninety nine point nine eight percent hip hop and rap, and like mm-hmm. I always come to you, like you knowing you don't want to listen to noise. You just mm-hmm. want like time and space. It's just like tranquil for me. Like
0: you know what? When we first went into lockdown last year, I listened to my EP over and over <laughs> and over again, and I was like, I was really talking to myself. I felt like I wrote the EP. For, for you for myself
1: mm.
0: when mm. you know when life's getting a bit hectic or tricky i'm quite an anxious person so time and space is definitely for me
1: see i think that's a thing a lot of people don't get like sometimes like we're not writing songs about you sometimes i'm doing it for me mm. it's yeah. like um my next single that I'm i'm dropping is called confidence and i literally Wrote it because I was feeling, I was not feeling like me. You know what I mean? And I didn't feel like me at all. And then, like, I just had to remind myself, like, you know, that when you have like a one-to-one with yourself, and I had to remind myself, like, yo, you're really that guy. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I had just so much doubt in myself, my ability as an artist, and I guess being in this space for so long, like, you know, I've seen so many people come and go, and some people have made it. And sometimes you get frustrated. You're like, "Oh man, so and so has made it, and they only been doing this for a minute." Da da da, and like you know, all the frustrations. Sometimes it literally feels like you're just digging a hole for no reason. You know, you don't even know what you're looking for. And I just felt like that, and I had to. I wrote this song, and it's just for me to remind myself, like I'm me, and remind myself of all the things that I've done. You know what I mean? I'll probably send you a link.
0: Yes, please. No, you know what? Something that I've been thinking and like telling a lot of my OG musical friends is because this topic, what you just said, like sometimes you you think like, damn, like why am I not getting there? We're in our own lane. We know what we want with our music mm. and mm. I think we make timeless music.
1: That's, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And I, I don't think we're here for just a moment. Facts. Before I let you go. What's next?
1: That's a, there's a lot. I've just been, I've been working a lot. I went crazy. You know how some people, like when the pandemic hit, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna wait till it's finished. I was like, the world then messed up and let me stay at home. you know what I mean? Like I get to work from home. So I was just like in the studio and like, you know, I've done a lot of tracks, a lot of features and like sometimes like songs come out. And I forgot. I'm like, oh, we did that? Like, we recorded that? I can't decide if I want to put out a project or I'm just going to give y'all singles. I don't know. But I guess you're just going to just be hearing everything that I did in the pandemic. And I'm really tossing it up. Maybe you might get an Adventures of Him and Her part two. Ooh, yes, uh, please. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just a whole lot of things in the works. Uh, i got merch coming out. Yeah, like... When the pandemic hit, I just said i'm a I'm a just gonna work so and I put out I've done a lot so you're gonna see it coming out real soon but now nah, I appreciate you for having me and um I appreciate this opportunity like to chop it out with you like your family to me you know what I yeah. mean you, you really are like appreciate you for creating this platform. To allow, you know, us to just to just be just
0: us. Talk.
1: It's been real and I'ma definitely shoot you some stuff so you can check out and then you can let me know what you think. Peace.
0: You were listening to the songwriters diary. Special thanks to Fungai for sharing his journey. Peace and love, love and light. Catch you next time. Love Makuka.
1: See all I ever wanted was to be with you. I wanted the whole thing and not just a piece of you I didn't want to fight with you, I wanted peace with you The last thing I wanted to do was to beef with you Because all I ever wanted was to be with you I would get frustrated, you would get defensive It's like I couldn't speak to you In a world full of anger and chaos, all I needed was peace from you Though you didn't say much, the way you would roll your eyes and stare at your phone Your actions spoke for you But all I ever wanted was to be with you Help you fight your vices and slay your demons I wanted to win with you Bunny and Clyde, Lauren and Nip I wanted to conquer with you Stand at the top of the peak, look back at what we have done I wanted to make it to the end with you Because all I ever wanted was to be with you See, I wanted the whole thing and not just a piece of you I didn't want to fight with you, I wanted peace with you The last thing I wanted was beef with you Because all I ever wanted was to be with you But see, enough is enough My heart can only take so much, I wanted to be free from you Way too often I received nothing but hurt from you All I wanted to know was that I could depend on you Because all I ever wanted was to be with you In the end, the best thing I could ever do is to be free from you. Even though all I wanted was to be with you, it only made sense to say peace to you.